How much time do you want for your progress? progress. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Clatter Chatter on Things That Matter, the podcast that is intellectually engaging, theologically reflecting, encouraging sociologically, imagining ways in which we can live. Thank you for spending this short amount of time with us. We promise you that you will not regret a moment of it. Shout out to Trevor Smith and B.J. Herbert for commissioning this fantastic music to get our minds going on things eternal, positive, and fulfilling life's purposes. Dr. Hayes, it's really hard to believe that we've been doing this thing for a year now, and um, so excited. Today is March the 5th, 2022, and um, just grateful to have been able to have this podcast platform for a year. Uh, time hey. has certainly flown by. It will do that. Stand still for no one, right? No one. And and it's amazing, too, that just this week on Tuesday, I believe it was March the 1st, March the, that was your birthday, March the 1st, that mm-hmm. our president gave his first uh, State of the Union address. Mm-hmm. And it was beautiful to see uh, the level of solidarity with our Ukrainian um, brothers and sisters, and we are um, still in the throes of some uh, pretty interesting time. Uh, we've got this uh, tit-for-tat happening in the Ukraine, and between Ukraine and Russia, we have the mask mandates from this uh, coronavirus being lifted in certain areas, although some of us are still walking around with our mask on because um, yeah. it's not Me over. For one. It's not over. It ain't over till until it's over. And uh and and then I got this information too, um, just this week that there have been cases of the bird flu in poultry um uh, areas. Uh just the most recent one was in the state of Iowa. And I'm thinking, okay, everybody, um, if you don't want to stay woke, stay aware. Stay alert and pay attention. Uh, And and as I was digging around for the stories, uh, there was an outbreak in Michigan at a poultry place in Michigan. I believe the one in Iowa was was at Eggland, uh, but I'm not exactly sure. Uh, Don't quote me on it, but it was an article in the National uh, Public Radio, NPR's web feed. And so it's like uh, as we are moving around, global citizens, uh, animals are going to be what animals are going to be. Uh, but the industrial farming complex is a whole nother monster in and of itself. And, uh, and so I, I'm just, we're here. We have been a year, uh, with this clatter chat on things that matter, Dr. Hayes. And, uh, I just want to cover it all. Uh, <laughs> but we have such a limited amount of time. Come on. What's on your heart today? In oh, the season goodness. of Lent. 
where people are giving up certain kinds of foods, but we have bird flu for us leaning on chicken and fish. Okay, go ahead. I'm going to go with that line. I haven't, I haven't been led to give up anything. I guess I've, I've been given, given up a lot of freedom uh, of, of mobility uh, just for the sake of health. So sometimes we do have to do that kind of calculation where uh, for the sake of our own health and the health of others, we have to adjust. Our, our, our level of freedom to move around and to be in spaces uh, that we call public. But I did the other day go to the mall and there weren't a whole lot of people in the mall. So everybody's not going back out right just yet. And I think that's wise uh, for everybody to make that calculation of what's best in the best interest of themselves and those around them. We have different family configurations and different individuals in our family that are challenged by various uh, health conditions. So this is what we do when we live in a world with other people. We show care for one another. And uh, my faith tradition uh, demands of me that I care for others as I care for myself. And so that's where we are. It's okay. I'm okay with it because I've learned how to be abased and how to abound in whatsoever state I might find myself. I'm content and I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Some, some people search for, other things to usher in this essence of contentment. And that is such a gift when you can be content uh, just in every situation. Makes no sense. I saw something the other day that said um, instead of leaning into this great resignation, you know, everybody's trying to find that place of contentment. Why not bloom where you're planted? And, and that is this whole gift of knowing that you're always in the place where you're supposed to be in the moments in which you are in those times and spaces. And uh, that's the gift of presence, you know, being fully aware and, and it's okay. You know, um, yeah. I, it's, it's growing old gracefully. It's suffering with integrity. It is being okay with you all by yourself. Um, great peace as it, as it is. Uh, but, but we know that there are some who, who haven't, who haven't, um, realized this, um, is it temperance, moderation, self, uh, uh, monitoring boundaries. Um, I, I'm, I'm leaning into my sermon. I will preach this first Sunday of Lent, uh, when <laughs> Jesus was tempted, um, and this whole idea that many of us had temporal societies, temperance, you know, we, we presented in such a way, I know our denomination, our, um, and, you know, various fraternal and sorority groups have this whole thing of where we don't overdo it, don't overdo it or exaggerate, we temper ourselves. And tempering, I believe, is the great um, boundary towards temptations 
You know, we, we have these temptations, hidden snares that seem to catch us unawares. And in this time of, of this 40-day journey towards Easter, I don't believe it's always what we give up. I think it's what we add to that's a positive affirmation to support us to live in this space of fully content uh, in whatever state that we are in. What do you think, Doc? I think that's that's a, a, an advanced way of thinking that rather than feeling like we're giving up something, we, we're giving something. And um, that's one of the things Jesus says, much better to give than to receive. And so in this time of, of uh, reflection, and as you say, practicing temperance, we temper ourselves not to always have our way, but to seek um, the happiness and contentment of others and whatever we can do to contribute. Uh, to the well-being of others around us, that's going to come back to us if you if you subscribe to the feeling that whatever you put out comes back. Um, temp- tempering oneself is a discipline. We call it spiritual, a spiritual discipline. But it it does require that we make up our mind well, what we will allow and what we will not allow. And then what we will give our energy to, you know. Whatever we give our energy to, that's that will be the supply of our own energy. So that there's the recycling or the cycling back of energy. If you love, love will come back to you. And uh, I, I like to practice those positive uh, ways of being and thinking because it always makes me feel better. Um, when I'm angry and I'm upset about things that are going on, it makes my pressure go up, my heart beat fast, get a headache. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we so, have- we have to temper ourselves, and, as you said. And I was thinking, I mean, so much was going through my head as you were talking. You know, I think about how our society has changed in such a way that it used to not have to be um, that folks knew what a serving size was. Uh, it was just, it was that little <laughs> circumference in your plate. You know, don't <laughs> don't overfill your plate. That was home training. That little circle <laughs> within a circle, that's where you put your food. Don't push it to the outer limits. And so now we have suggested serving sizes on different things because we haven't been able to temper ourselves. So if I'm eating four shortbread Girl Scout cookies as a serving, I don't need to have eight. I need to temper myself so that I won't become that glutton. But it's so hard because we have such propensities and proclivities for addiction that our barometers for self-control have just gone all over the place because we've been using some things as our coping mechanism. You know, sometimes we can, we can have too much of a good thing. Uh, it goes bad. We can have too many bananas and you can only eat one. So why are you going to have a bunch of bananas? They're going to rot. Then we get upset, but we, we haven't tempered ourselves. We have everything with, we perceive to have a longer shelf life. 
And uh, whatever that is, it could be food, it could be relationships, it could be our ecclesiastical traditions, it could be a whole lot of things. And, and we live in this space of how much more can I take? And when do we pull away? When is too much too much for me? And I it's think funny that- we use we always use that saying of, of, of you got you got a whole lot on your plate, <laughs> whole lot on your plate, absolutely. <laughs> and we've used we we've used that symbolically to mean we're trying to do too much. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't tempered so, ourselves, absolutely. So temper, yes, temper flows in every direction. Mm-hmm. And it's funny you talk about it because I was thinking the other day about. Well, you say portion control. Yes. And how I love Snickers, but it's always better to buy Snickers in the little bag that have the smaller portions wrapped separately than to buy the full-size Snickers bar. Because if you open that full-size bar, you're going to eat the whole thing. But if you can just take one of those smaller portions and say, this, I'm only going to eat or I'm one or I'm only going to eat two and that's it. Then then you have applied temperance. Because if you eat the whole candy bar, it's really going to come back uh, to bite you, as they say. You're going to feel the results of it. Literally and figuratively. And you have mentioned something, too. And I want to double back around on this because it's very important when you talked about high-level high thinking. And high-level thinking, I would say, is equivalent to a level of maturation. Um, because I think about how, as curious children, and children should be curious about a lot of stuff, um, they can be satisfied when an adult is sharing in such a way that it settles their curiosity. It doesn't stop the curiosity, but it's the curiosity for that particular moment. And so as an adult or as adults, we have to um, keep our curiosity strong, yet exercise this portion control, this mm-hmm. higher, higher level thinking, if you will. Uh, and that brings us into putting us in this place of, of spiritual awakening and also enlightenment and how we can walk in this world without having our energy filled so much with negativity and toxicity, whether it's toxic people, whether it's a, a toxic environment in which we might physically live. We, we learn to um, exercise both wisdom and temperance. And I think they go hand in hand. It's that portion control. It's don't have too much on your plate, literally and figuratively. It's uh, it's it's an interesting, and it offers peace. Um, in in so many ways, that when I can control, have my own power and agency over my plate. I don't know what you got on your plate, but this is my <laughs> plate right here. Don't look at my plate and tell me what I shouldn't be doing. This is my plate. I know what's good for me. Oh, and I hate that when somebody else wants to fill your plate for you. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to eat it, and I hate to waste. When I fix my own plate, I put what I'm going to eat on my plate. That way I don't feel like I'm wasting. If I don't, you know, if somebody fills it to the brim, fills it like they would fill it for themselves, I suppose. 
but my capacity is not that great. So I'm not going to be able to eat it all. Then somebody's going to have to throw it away. And it's so wasteful. Isn't that a metaphor for life, though, Doc? Yeah. I know what I can handle. I know my capacity. So I let me fix my own plate. Let me fix my own plate. Let me <laughs> let me and I'll make my own table too. As a matter of fact, I'll bring there my own go. knife and fork. I don't even need your flatware. <laughs> I got this. I, I know what I need. Just leave me alone. Just 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 leave me alone. Let let me just that's what we were talking about in Sunday school uh the other day. Uh, I believe it was Sunday school, a Bible study where, where we were talking about reparations. We had a conversation about reparations and several in the group said, no, we don't need reparations. Just leave us alone. Let us do what we going to do. Stop yeah, just a good, good dose of leaving me alone. That'll be enough. I don't, yeah. You don't have to give me anything but my space and my time. And it's my plate. <laughs> and I'll fill it with whatever I desire. And I guarantee you it's going to be good because you go, it's going to look so good. Even I can make chitlins look like something you want on your plate. That's what we do, Dr. Hayes. That's what we do. <laughs> so, That's what so, we do. So I guess this, this year, I guess this year coming up, our second year of this podcast, we're going to be serving up a whole lot of stuff. We're going to be cooking, <laughs> cooking up some good stuff, serving some good stuff, great appetizers, uh, great desserts, even some fantastic main courses. It's been great, Dr. Hayes. Come on, say some more before we end this podcast for season two. Well, I just hope that those of us who are together on this uh, this episode will use this Lenten journey as an opportunity to make those kinds of decisions of what's good for ourselves and how our to ourselves will be good for others and those around us. And um, that's what it's all about. Living your life like it's golden. Living your life in a way that not only uh, brings you satisfaction, but also affects others around you in a very positive way. And that's what we want to do. We want to affect others with a positive attitude and the right spirit. So if we can develop that as we go along, Lent will have had its true effect. All right. You know, I got to pull this up as you were talking about living life like it's golden. I got to to share a little Jill Scott because she gives us that prescription. (laughs) Next time, Dr. Cooper. Until next time, live life like it's golden as we get ready for season two. I'm taking my freedom, pulling it off the shelf. It has been a privilege, a pleasure, and an honor to have you join in with us today. Remember, that everything will be all right until we meet again. Stay safe and well.